Hello Podlers, wonderful as always having you downloading and possibly even subscribing. Coming up on this edition of the podcast, we talk broken bones. And I connected uh, badly with uh, Sam Redmond's palm, uh, breaking two of my knuckles and uh, meaning that I couldn't complete the tour. Enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Hit it. Na 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 Here come the hot stepper, Matt Dyson. She's a lyrical gangster, Emma Jones. Excuse Mr. Glenmore, still loving like that. Extraordinary. My name is Dave Berry. Oh wow. Yes. Wow. The Kamosi is is with us in spirit. Did that just happen? I am sleep deprived. Evie's got a cold. I apologise. Just that, yeah. I I can't undo that now. Uh, I want to hear that at the start of every show. To be quite when, honest, when I, I finally start to a show, when I finally had. pop my clogs, please don't let this be part of the in memoriam that they run on the BBC. Please just let, let them pick any other link. Any other link. They've got twenty years of links to choose. Please don't let it be that. <laughs> Um, welcome to the show, everybody. I want to know what's your first thought. Get them in, Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. I can imagine a lot of them are going to be, "What the was that?" <laughs> it's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, and we have a whole pile of it for you to enjoy. Why not download the free Absolute Radio app? You can Bluetooth it in your vehicle and take all that musical goodness with you. Now, I'm asking for your first thoughts. The first thing that came to mind or possibly whilst you're in the shower and you had a little bing light bulb moment. Kevin says, thanks to the internet, Dave, you no longer need to meet your heroes to be disappointed by them. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> a positive start to the show. Uh, Lee, <laughs> Lee says, the question, can you hear me, has only one possible answer. Um, Gordo says, Dave, cafes are surprisingly chilled considering their sole purpose is to serve stimulants. That's a very good point, Gordo. Uh, and thank you for getting in touch. Keep them coming. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Matt Dyson, let me welcome you uh, to the fore and ask what was the first thing that came to mind today? Uh, well, I can't think about this, this terrible affliction that's affected my middle daughter, my middle child, sorry, uh, Maggie, who's six now. Right, when we're sat around the table or we're having a family get-together and one of the kids says a little joke or does an impression from a TV show we've been watching and everyone laughs, it's normally a great thing and, uh, and everyone's happy. But poor old Margot, when she does a little joke or an impression now and we all start laughing, she gets very self-conscious and gets upset because she thinks everyone's laughing at her and starts crying. Oh. <laughs> every, time she does, every time she does a little quip or a joke, instead of uh, relishing it and basking in the in the laughs, she gets upset and hides under the table and starts just, just, like, just like Lee Evans. Joker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. That's what it Joker Lee Evans. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Like, I imagined her if she went to like if she became a comedian and went to like, Edinburgh where Glenn goes every year and and started doing jokes and the but instead of loving it on stage, she'd just be like shouting at the audience, saying, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Be Leave me a alone!" A really bad affliction for someone like Glenn, who would just be crying yeah. on stage. Yeah. 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 But it would be a real novelty act, wouldn't it? Like, come and watch. She'll tell you jokes, and then she'll get upset when you laugh at them. <laughs> I like how like you become a ringmaster for this roll up, roll up <laughs> kind of <laughs> for Maggie Blesser. But it's um, amazing. But yeah, yeah, I feel sorry for her, but it's it's fascinating. 
I do, but I mean, what you're what you're talking about there would never happen. You're talking about the idea of a stand-up comedian being in some way mentally unhinged, and that's just <laughs> never. <laughs> no you know, way. all the ones I've met and know and mm, hold dear yeah. to me, and they're, they're all very, very, very stable people. Very um, normal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be getting Glenn's first thought. That's coming next. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning, where I'm after your first thoughts. Yes, the first thing that came to mind. Share it with the group at Dave at Absolute Radio. .co.uk. Eleanor's thought, dogs, they're always in the push-up position. Thanks, Eleanor. That's something for us all to think about. Oh, yeah. Uh, evolution can be so cruel to different species. Yeah, permanently planking. Just yeah. shaking. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their cores must be amazing. Mm. <laughs> um, dogs' cores must be amazing. That's a good name for a podcast, Matt. Thank you. Uh, so, Glenn, um, we were talking stand-up comedians, so let me ask you about your first thought. What came to mind today? Uh, it was about boysenberries, Dave. Um, Ooh, I, okay. no, I, I, to be honest, <laughs> I, my cousin, I, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd ever heard of them before this weekend. <laughs> and I I don't, I've never heard that word said aloud. I'm not going to lie. No. I don't know yeah, what it is. I've seen it written down. Boysenberries. Yeah, apparently right. it's like a cross between a raspberry and another berry. They look like blackberries, oh, basically. Right. But yeah, I know. So, I, <laughs> But it's the most suspiciously named fruit ever. And I, it, all I can think about is that it just so sounds weird. like someone tried to one day serve someone poison berries and said, enjoy these poison yeah. berries. And they were like, what? And they were like, I mean, poison berries. Poison. <laughs> <laughs> Who would wow. ever call a fruit that? Yeah, I know. I, I'm not even sure they're available in the UK, but yeah, stay away from them. That's my that's my anti-advert for the morning. Well, the, the boison berry, aside from being my second cousin twice removed, is a cross among the European raspberry, European blackberry, American dewberry, and the Loganberry. Wow. Uh, sounds like, like my mm. table of Christmas. Uh, yeah, that's too many eight, berries. It is yeah. too many berries going on. It has a large 8.0 gram um, fruit with large seeds and a deep maroon colour. Wow. That there is your, your, your boysenberry. How do you know all about this? <laughs> just yeah. to hand. Oh, it's, just it's something you have to know as a berry, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. While you guys are all going home after school, I had to go back for berry class. It was so frustrating. <laughs> An extra hour of berry curriculum. Oh, um, Emma Jones, what's your first thought today? Uh, well, mine takes us back to... Do you remember we had quite a big chat on the show recently about um, holding your knife and fork in your left or your right hand or whichever yes. way is the right way or yeah. whatever? Um, I was I was with my parents over the weekend and, and my dad threw another uh, kind of bombshell into the mix in that he wears his watch on his right hand, which I think is fundamentally insane. Is he left-handed? Because if you're... Well, no, if you're right-handed, no. surely you want to yeah. wear your watch on your left hand so you can check it while you're, you know, writing and doing stuff. That's the whole yeah, point, isn't it? Yeah, Did he have well. any explanations to why this has happened? Did he just try it out one day and thought, yeah, yeah, Mr. Jones? No, but he's also a right-handed forker. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Way of talking about your own yeah, father, Emma. How dare you? I must defend his honour. Yeah, yeah, Hashtag believe. <laughs> <laughs> He's a right-handed forker. Uh, is he? Yes. <laughs> so he just does right. everything with his right hand, I think. Yeah, so he's got a lot going on on one. He's lopsided, isn't he? Basically, yeah. your dad's yeah. lopsided. Does yeah. everything in his right yeah. Biceps on his really muscly on his right hand, <laughs> withered on the left. That'll be the watch and the fork. Honest, <laughs> honest. <laughs> anyway, uh, keep your first thoughts coming because my God, we need saving. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. More on the way. Up next, your social ammunition for you. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio.
It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Day Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for Matt Dyson to give us all the goss from the socials. Yes, it's social ammunition. Matt, what's going on out there? Uh, first up, we've got an amazing video of uh, Matt Hancock uh, doing parkour, uh, jumping around, <laughs> <laughs> jumping around the buildings. <laughs> I keep seeing this everywhere. It's, it's come up on Political Partridge, which is a good feed as well, uh, and it's uh, it's a video you made for the Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport. I'm not sure if it's old or if it's relatively new, but to, to be fair, there's not enough of him doing the parkour for my liking, but there is a, a couple what, of slow real? Slow motion clips of him jumping from one wall to another and then leaping over another wall. And it's just, it's the, um, an amazingly Partridge video, not just because of uh, him doing parkour uh, and him talking about it, but also the music. The music on this video is so dated. Let's have a listen to him in action. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> I've, I've seen it on YouTube and it's amazing. But uh, you never think that you, you can get involved because <laughs> I can't do those sorts of flips. Uh, but it's great fun and uh, it's good exercise and, uh, and and you learn about your body and and, yeah. the, and the environment that you live in. Oh my god! The music. I love the music. So I'm taken aback. I can't. If you were it. looking right, go, we're gonna let's make Matt Hancock cool. Let's get him jumping around from building to building. We need some cool music to go on this, and they pick that. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Windows um, 95 is the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I almost said that. I'm so, I was so questioning whether it's real, but it is real because it is him. It's him on the video, and it's him jumping around. I, he's quite. He, he embraces though the socials and, and, and technology doesn't he Matt Hancock do you remember a couple of years ago I'm sure it was on the show we talked about he had an app the Matt Hancock app he was like one of the first politicians oh my goodness that was him wasn't it to get his own before app before he meant he w- anything to anyone yeah, that yeah was exactly he wasn't a big name was he at the time he was just some local MP in like Suffolk I think what, and what got- was the app did he just swipe right on him and it would say you've been matched with Matt Hancock <laughs> Which Matt Hancock are you today? (laughs) (laughs) Take the BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, well, it was was quite... I think someone had said it was a good idea and they didn't really think about why would anyone want a a Matt Hancock app. Uh, So it was just like videos of him. Today, he's going out meeting constituents and uh, and there's a video of him doing that and it was just really quite a mundane app. But, you know, maybe it's worked for him because look at his career. has gone from strength to strength since he started that. mm, I'd just completely forgotten about the app. I didn't know what it is. Should have, it should have been like a sort of Tamagotchi app and you have to feed Matt Hancock at various points. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Help uh, me! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one other thing for you is a video someone called um, Nick Young sent to me on Twitter. I mean, I, th- I was quite surprised, but I've never seen it before. Uh, it's a video of a cat using an actual toilet to go for a wee. I was going to get the sound effects, but I don't think I don't think we need to hear it. But no, basically, no. the cat sits on the toilet seat, on the perched on the edge of it, and it's been trained by its owner, um, and it can just sit there, do a wee, and then it, you know how cats always try and flick a bit of dirt over there when they've been to the toilet. It sort of scratches around on the toilet seat for a little bit and then runs off. It can't flush the toilet, unfortunately, but that is serious pet training to get your to- your pet to use the human toilet. Don't know if I want to share a loo with a, with a pet, though, no. to be honest. Yeah. 
Well, no, I think you can. Can you imagine like, opening the door and, he, and it. it's, it's on it, and you're like, oh, sorry, sorry, and you're closing the door, and you're thinking, that's my cat. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think what you've got to do as an owner, then, is you've got to start using a litter tray instead and just swap, swap roles. <laughs> this is not good way. advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good advice, uh, but you'll be talking about it later, and we've saved your data. It's a Tuesday morning, the warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I'm, I'm interested in the first thing that popped into your head when you opened your beautiful eyes. And we've already had Eleanor uh, pointing out that dogs are always in the push-up position. And we move on with Ian, who says, if we all agree that eventually the world will end, then technically everything you buy is limited edition. Thanks for that, Ian. Uh, Vicky says, Dave, no one ever sneezes in the movies unless it serves a purpose for the plot, and it really bothers me. It's very true, Vicky. I, don't I think it would bother you more if a character sneezed in the middle and went, oh, sorry about yeah. that, and then just carried on. Like Tom yeah. Cruise just carried on fighting terrorists, and you'd be like, what? sorry, is that integral? <laughs> and the terrorist is like, bless you, bless you. And then they just move on back to the chase. Yeah, that's how, that's how he gets his cover rumbled. Does someone just say bless you behind me? <laughs> um, Joe says, um, no matter how bad we feel, our skull is always grinning. My goodness, Joe. Welcome to your Tuesday. What? <laughs> what? Heavy, heavy oh, stuff today. always grinning. Heavy stuff. Dylan says, technically animals won the space race. I suppose you're right. There's poor little mm-hmm. mites sent up their early doors. Uh, if infinite parallel universes do exist, then technically there is no such thing as fiction and all movies are based on a true story. What's wrong with you all this morning? What is this stuff? <laughs> so Come deep. on, keep it breezy. Think about the dog doing the push-ups. That's what we're after. <laughs> Thinking about Emma's dad's giant right arm. That's what we want. Come on. <laughs> um, thank you for your first thoughts. Uh, you can continue to send them. And anything you like, you can email me. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where just before the news there with Emma and the sport with Glenn, I said that I was hoping to ask you a a personal question and I feel that we've known each other long enough now that that I can broach it with you. Um, And this question came to my mind when I was standing naked, dripping wet, and I began to towel myself down. And that was when the Wick store manager uh, came over and said, this is display bathroom and that I should leave immediately. Um, but I was, I was bone dry by this point. And I was thinking, what's missing? And there was something from deep in my subconscious, a memory that's been locked away for many years. And I could hear the sound of the key turning to release it. I'm dry. I'm nude. What comes next in this process? And of course, it is talcum powder oh, what I want to know is what? do you talc what, do you talc what age does it stop or what age does it start again I haven't talked I remember I got some I got a brute bathroom oh, set from my yeah. uncle and auntie when I was about classic 13 talc. classic yeah. talc I think that was the last time I talked really when I was 13 oh. yeah so that must be what 1998 or something like that anyway so I shut up Emma so um, Matt <laughs> do you still do you still talc uh, no, no, but I, I, like you, had a talc set as a child, but then I've intermittently gone back to talc over the years. I've not completely... Oh, so it restarts. When yeah, you, every when now and again I go... When you into your late 60s, you, you start again. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> every now and again I just think, oh, I haven't had some talc for a 
long time. Uh, a bit of the old talcum powder, and I'll, I'll indulge. But I tend to just buy it every now and again. Say every every four or five years, I'll buy some talc and then use it. And it is good. I I, I like it. I think it's an amazing the talcum what, what powder. Brand do you, what brand do you go for? Do you get like? I, is there a, is there such a thing as a masculine talc, or is it just a Johnson uh, and Johnson's? What's I think it's the Johnson and Johnson one. Yes, yeah, the, the mm. basic talc. Yeah, or even supermarket own brand talc because it's just powder at the end of the day. So it's all the same, isn't it? Really. Uh, Emma, do you talc? Well, actually, I have been a fervent talker my whole have life. You? My whole really? family oh. has been. Yeah, oh, we yes. are. We are devout talcum powder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Matt. <laughs> but um, I've if that's not the podcast off. bell today. Sorry. Right. So you've talked all your life, and so have the rest of the Joneses. Brilliant. Yes, Lovely. but I, I've weaned myself off in the last uh, <laughs> you, uh, couple of years. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. I, I, felt, I felt that it's time that I should stop. It's really only meant to be for babies, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it is, well, isn't it? I'm, I'm not. Well, I don't know. Sure. My, theory, my theory is you 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 only talk when you you are being talked by someone else. So as a kid, <laughs> someone talks you, Fine. and then we yeah. w- we won't know that pleasure for another forty years. It's for the elderly as well, isn't it? Yes, yes. There's yes, so I mean, yeah. points yeah. in your life yeah. where you get talc so at the very beginning yes. and possibly yeah. towards the end or <laughs> you mean, again an individual <laughs> choice obviously you, you talc your hands if you're competing against Hunter in a TV uh, show Gladiators yes yes, yes. Yeah. I've always wanted Hanging to do that put my hands in one of those rings. big bowls of talc and smash them together yeah. that's, oh, it's, a lifelong, yeah. it's a lifelong ambition I haven't lived, uh, lived yet um, so there we go I, I said it was an intimate and personal question and it is <laughs> do you talc uh, let me know dave at absoluteradio.co.uk the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where I'm asking, do you baby powder? That's what I want to know. Katie says, I feel like I'm the only one that does anymore. Good to put in your shoes if you don't want to wear socks and prevent smelly feet. Ooh. There's a yes. life hack from Katie there. That's true. Baby powder my shih tzu. After she's had a bath <laughs> and dried, <laughs> smells beautiful, <laughs> says June. You cannot, I've said it once, said it a thousand times, you cannot beat the smell of a freshly baby-powered shih tzu. She's talking about a dog, yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's all right for babies. Think of all those cracks you have a build-up of talcum from Lorna. Doesn't bear thinking about Lorna. Oh. I was at a friend's... I was in, sorry, a friend's work van, and he had a little bottle of baby powder in the glove box. He uses it for... And then Deborah says, you know what? And I'm afraid, Deborah, I, I don't. What? I don't know what. <laughs> no. I was what in a friend's work van and he has a little bottle of baby powder in his glove box. He uses it for... You know what? Uh, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no? Mine boggles. <laughs> I think maybe a down the trousers freshen up, maybe? Diplomatic way of putting it. <laughs> down the down trousers freshen up. Well, I've been time driving a van. By the ambassador with... That sounds like when you t- that sounds like when you translate a word into Italian and it comes out as like a full sentence. <laughs> no, where is the train station? 
Um, right, well, that's okay. the podcast name definitely so okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Down, down the trails of freshen up. There we go, Deborah. That's what wow. we're wildly speculating. Amazing. You've got to fill us in on the details. You really it's early. Come on, help us out a bit here. Uh, Shona says, on my hands when they're sweaty and I'm knitting. So Shona's knitting at such a rate that she gets sweaty palms. Oh. And she does tap. You know, we were mentioned earlier on, didn't we, how like bodybuilders use it. <laughs> I can imagine that for knitting. You go over to the little bowl and put your hands in. Shona's got her <laughs> wrists strapped up. She's ready to <laughs> knit, <Stream> knitting. <laughs> um, Nina says, I use it every day after my shower. It makes my skin lovely and soft. Thank you, Nina. Um, and Miriam says, three different types of baby powder. I'm the driest person around. One for the daytime, one for the nighttime, and one for special occasions. Um, <laughs> thank you, Miriam, and thank you for everybody who got in touch. It's nice to know that some out there still baby powder. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio. With Wix. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where if five words, five grand with Wix is not won by Friday, then Friday becomes the legendary Five Words Friday. Yes, it is back-to-back five words, five grand until it is won. And the only person who can prevent that happening right now is Peter in Telford. Good morning, Peter. Hey, how are you? Very good, thank you for asking. And how are you today? Uh, a bit rainy, but we're, we're winning, slowly winning. Okay, bit rainy but slowly winning. Uh, Speaking of winning, which member of the team do you think is best suited to helping you win £5,000 today? I think Emma. She's the most logical. Emma is the most logical. Okay, so let's spin the random player generator and see if you get an M. Here we go. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Emma Jones. It has landed on Emma Jones. Congratulations. That's an early win for you, uh, which means, Emma, it is time for you to uh, remove yourself from your headphones. You can't hear any of the answers Peter's about to give. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, Peter, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Emma Jones the same five words. And if all five match, you're winning £5,000 and preventing five words Friday. And your first word this morning is post. Man. Class, C-L-A-S-S. <laughs> um, <laughs> system. <laughs> Oh, good. It's answer. a bad start. It's That's a bad a good start. That. <laughs> it's okay, Peter. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Your next okay. word is bacon. Sandwich. Lemon. Pie. <laughs> 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 I, won't, I won't say aid, but that doesn't really make sense. Uh, <laughs> lemon. Roughly lemon pie. I would have said cella, lemon cella, but. Never far from my mind. Um, I don't think that would have worked either. And finally, Peter, baby. Um, I can't say inconvenient, so uh, let's go with toys. Toys. Okay. We've got your five words. We'll get Emma Jones back on there and we'll be playing for your cash. It's coming next. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. Five words, 
It's Tuesday morning. If you're just joining us, Peter has given us his five words, hoping to win five grand. Emma Jones is back with her headphones on, sat at her dining table, ready to make that dream come true. Peter, how are you feeling without giving anything away? Not hopeful. Okay, so as we were saying to you off air there, it's it's okay. It's okay. okay. Well, let's see. Emma Jones, your first word this morning is post. Box. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, postman. Yeah. Postman. Post box, post I was going to say postman. that, but I didn't want to be gender specific. No, yeah. I understand. I sorry. understand that. Um, sorry, Peter, you've not won the money this morning. Um, let's go through the others, though, shall we? Class. Room. <laughs> Sister. Oh. <laughs> Oh, the pressure, the pressure was on. The pressure was on. Yeah. It's fine. Honestly, we've, we've seen people crumble left, right, and centre. This isn't too bad. Uh, we've had mix little and drum leg. Don't worry about it. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, you can hold me. your head high. Um, oh, bacon. Egg. Oh, sandwich. Oh, oh yeah, that's better. A, a tough word here, admittedly, and Peter found it to be that, but I thought it was a, a respectable answer for lemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> lemon drizzle. Oh, lemon pie. Um, but thanks for your answer, Snoop Dogg. That's great. Uh, and finally, we had baby. Oh. Baby grow? Baby toys, which means it is zero out of five. Oh. Five words, five oh rounds this morning. It's just um, bad start. Carry Peter, it's absolutely, it wasn't a bad start. It was bad in the middle and bad at the end as well. Yeah, it was. It's been great having you on, Pete. We'll let you get All back right. to work. Thanks for tuning into the show. We'll Take, speak to you real soon. Take care, guys. For that. Cheers, Bye-bye. mate. Take care now. Thank you, Peter. Uh, so that means we are one step closer to Five Words Friday, where we play Five Words, Five Grand, all show long until it's won. If you want to prevent that by happening, you need to win the cash. And you've got a chance of doing that again tomorrow morning here on The Breakfast Show. If you'd like to enter to play, drop me an email, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to The Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where the question I'm asking you today, uh, well, I asked you a question at seven, which was, do you still baby powder? But we've moved on to new ground, which is, what's the most important thing you've ever broken? That's what I'd like to know. I um, broke two of my knuckles whilst on a school trip um, to San Francisco. Yeah, I was in the school orchestra, third clarinet, but I didn't need to tell you that. It's legendary, me as third clarinet. <laughs> yeah. The talk of the town. Um, yeah, and um, we were, boys being boys, um, we were encouraging one another to hold up a piece of cardboard that we found whilst another person would punch through said cardboard. And um, I did. it was my turn, and I connected uh, badly with uh, Sam Redmond's palm, uh, breaking two of my knuckles and uh, meaning that Ooh. I couldn't complete the tour so that was quite important as you can imagine the orchestra crumbled when I (laughs) I didn't perform anymore they they said there's no point there is no point and then Adam Lambert joined so um, it was the school orchestra plus Adam Lambert so they they, they carried on in the end they carried on Matt Dyson, what's the most important thing you've ever broken? Uh, well, I think the most expensive thing I've ever broken. You know, when you get lent something from work, and like, you know, if it's quite expensive, you've got to really take care of it, and it's a lot of responsibility.
quality and you get extra worried about breaking it. Well, I, another radio station I worked at, I got lent the camper van. I borrowed a whole camper what? van. Shoot, <laughs> what? <laughs> you could talk about the stapler or something. Sorry, <laughs> they had a work camper van. Yeah, yeah. And it had like oh, all the station time, branding. The budgets <laughs> were station. different. Yeah, I know they were, yeah. They had all the station branding all over it. And it was a really great, nice old VW camper van. And it was proper. Yeah, it was It was like one of those ones they make in South America. And it's, it's very vintage looking, but it's actually quite modern. But the engine felt pretty. I didn't have any power steering, it was a nightmare to drive. And uh, I went up to a festival in Staffordshire, me and Katie went there. I went to V Festival in Staffordshire in this camper van, I think it was. It was an amazing time. Nando's had a VIP backstage area. It was great. I just spent the whole weekend just eating chicken. Let me get that hobby Drinking Portuguese lager and then sleeping in the camper van, which had these amazing speakers oh, in the back, wow. massive system in the back that we would annoy people on the campsite with. But on the way back, um, it just conked out the, the, the camper van conked out oh and, and we came to get picked up by the tow truck and he's like yeah you can't fix them you've got to go all the way to South America to fix it because the engines are <laughs> and, uh, and I, I called my boss and said look the camper van has died I don't know what to do We've got and to take it said, to Chile. Yeah. We working for Buenos Aires FM. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying, look, we either go to South America or... And then they said, no, they said, oh, you just leave it there. Isn't this, the, isn't this the pilot episode of Narcos? <laughs> so you're, yeah. you're <laughs> so they said... They just said, oh, that's how it became a Colombian drug baron. Yeah. At the end of the story. <laughs> Sadly not, no. Much more boring ending. We just sort of... We just said we'd left it in, a, in the... Uh, service station near Stratford um, and, uh, Stratford upon Avon and uh, someone towed it away and we got towed home and uh, that was um, that was a very expensive work thing oh. that I broke yeah, and what, did you tell, what did you tell work? Well, I mean, to, to be to be fair, it wasn't really my fault. It just conked yeah. out. Uh, so, but I was because I was there at the time. I felt responsible for it. They did. They didn't really seem to care. It was a very different time. The marketing team didn't seem to care at all. They were like, "Oh well, never mind." Uh, I think uh, the fact you don't work the for them anymore says it all, Matt. Yeah. Do you know there, there was a radio station I used to work at? Uh, that, uh, they had these cars that you could rent out, but they were covered in the station's branding, all these sort of pink letters all the way around the car. And I used to check them out all the time to like drive to gigs and stuff obviously I didn't tell work and once I went to drive to go on a date and at the end the girl was like you're going to drive me home and it was like you don't want to drive you, you do not want to see you don't want to see the car you'd rather get the bus yeah, yeah. rather get the bus trust me you don't want to get in my black thunder yeah. <laughs> um, so there we go we're discussing the most important thing you've ever broken join the conversation it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where I'm inquiring as to the most important thing you ever broke in your whole life. And joining us right now on line one, it's Dave. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well. Once again, so rare to meet another Dave. What I thought I was kind of... What are the chances? There was only a handful of us. I know, that. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, another weird. Dave. God, my word. Um, so, Dave, when we're asking about the most important thing you've broken, when it comes to you, you, you broke an entire village. That's huge, Dave. That really <laughs> um, Would you like to tell everybody how you broke an entire village? Uh, yes, certainly. It was... Uh... Bright and balmy Thursday evening, uh, myself and a couple of mates were flying a Peter Powell stunt kite 
Now, I guess many listeners probably won't remember those. Uh, you're you're, too, you're too kind, Dave. Yes, the Peter Powell stunt kite. So that was a thing wow. from the, the 70s. Currently currently selling on eBay for £65, don't you know, in case you want to pick up the old habits, Dave. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I don't think I will. Uh, <laughs> so what happened with, with the stunt kite then? You and your mates are flying it around the village... Uh, well, we're flying it in a, in a field just behind one of the estates behind the village. Um, the farmer was in the adjacent field, um, tending to his cattle and bits and pieces. I wasn't very good at flying it, and what happened was I put it into some power lines, <gasps> which blacked oh, no. out the village, um, caused the power <laughs> to the village. Wow, so it, it cut all the power off from, for how long? Was this like a kind of hour or was it longer? Uh, the accident happened about half past eight in the evening and when I got up for school the next morning, the power was back on, but I was told that it didn't come back on until the wee small hours. Oh, I, so, bet, you were the, wow. I bet you were the villain of the village for a while, weren't you, Dave? Uh, it took a while for word to get round, but um, in, the, in those days, of course, um, everybody was on first name terms with the fire service who had to attend, and obviously the local sergeant who obviously came to my house to make sure I was okay after it happened. Oh, oh, it's like an episode of Heartbeat, isn't it? I love this. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds. It actually sounds like the plot to one of those uh, public information films from the seventies and eighties. I think you may have inspired one because I, I, I remember a specific one with a kite hitting the power lines I there think was, you inspired right. your own yeah. one I, I, my recollection of it is um, I remember it happening and I remember the farmer shouting at us afterwards saying you shouldn't have been in the field it was private property Mm, get off my land, um, get off my land, It's such a stereotype, <laughs> isn't it? It's fantastic. <laughs> the farmer shouting, get off my land. Um, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you for regaling us with your tale of stunt kites, the Peter Powell type. And it's been, uh, it's been really nice having you tuning in. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Dave. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Of course, just one breakfast show. The same is true of our home time show with Bush and Ritchie, which kicks off again this afternoon from four. But we give you access to eight different playlists. Why not download the free Absolute Radio app and enjoy yourself? Go on, jump in. Uh, now, the question we're currently discussing is... What's the most important thing you've ever broken? And Paul has got in touch saying, I broke an exhibit at the Reykjavik Art Museum. Walked straight into it, but nobody saw. So I didn't get into trouble. Paula, the same thing happened to me about 20 years ago at the Tate. Um, a new artist called Tracy Emin had done a thing called Bed. And I accidentally bumped into it and everything went everywhere and I just kind of <laughs> ran away. Um, <laughs> not personally, but in an old job, someone had loaded an aircraft engine slash power turbine onto a truck incorrectly. It rolled over in transit, causing damage. Dave, the good thing is it was only a small one, so it was worth about fifteen million pounds, <sighs> and that's from what? Alan. Oh. My well, goodness! That must be the most expensive thing anyone's broken. It's got to surely. be the winner when it comes to cost. <laughs> uh, yeah. Billy says I was moving a concert grand piano from the basement to the stage when the front leg snapped and it slid <sighs> slowly off the front of the lift and plunged into the <sighs> auditorium. Billy concludes his message with quite a noise. <laughs> but it was, but it was wow. Billy. Um, Glenn, what's the uh, most expensive thing or the most important thing you've ever broken? 
Um, well, it was about three years ago. I was moving into a flat with some friends and the bedroom I chose had these two cabinets like side by side. And I thought, well, I don't really want them side by side. I'll move one to the other side of the room. And as soon as I started pulling it, I had these four legs under the cabinet supporting it and all four snapped off just in one go. Um, oh, and so I had to, so I spent three years living in fear that the landlord was going to realize and he never noticed him. And on the day we moved out, he was like, these, this used to have legs. And I was like, no, don't. Pretty <laughs> sad, didn't he? he was like, I don't think so. It, yeah, he, he was like, it's, why is it half a foot shorter than the identical cabinet? And I was like, oh, it's just, I think we just made them like that. You should know, mate. It's your flat. You know? <laughs> Uh, Steve's got in touch saying, Dave, my son broke an ancient plate in Pompeii, survived a volcano, and 2,000 years until we visited, we we sloped off quietly. Uh, Thank you very much, Steve, for getting in touch. Do keep them coming. I want to know, what is the most important thing that you've ever broken? Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, a breakfast show accompanied by an email address, which is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And I urge you to bombard it with messages. Get in touch anytime you like about anything you want. And Ian in Tring has done just that. And he's got an idea that he wants to run past the team and everyone listening. And he starts with Dear Dave. It's great to see football back. I'm not a football fan myself, but I do feel for the players not having any direct fan feedback in the stadium, and I've had a little idea. So, Matt, first of all, let me ask you, what are your thoughts on the fanless stadia? Are you getting used to, to watching yeah. it on the TV? Has it become the new normal to use it? Yeah, I'm finding, myself, I'm finding myself forgetting that there are, aren't any fans in the stadiums. When you hear the fake crowd noise, I'm often just thinking it's like a normal game. Uh, so yeah I, I don't really mind it and I think some home teams are finding it's taking the pressure off the home teams without the fans getting on their backs mm, yeah okay yeah uh, Ian in Tring uh, says his idea is the clapometer but updated for the social media age he says every stadium could set up screens which glow when fans press a like button on their device this could also be linked to some sort of crowd noise or even better piped chants which are trending on social media These would need to be curated for content, obviously, but this would give the fans and players some way of interacting. If you wanted, you could also post some comments on screens in the ground, but again, these would have to be curated. It could be a chance to change some of the less family-friendly comments and chance and introduce some new ones, like the American, ref, you suck, rather than our, the referees at what you know the rest, says Ian. Uh, He also says, these are just my ramblings, but I'm happy to talk further. Well, Ian, thank thank you. Um, Glenn, what do you think about this idea? Interacting with the players? Using your mobile phone while you're sat at home? Yeah, I quite like the sound of it. I think maybe they should have earphones in and, you know, headphones in and then they get that audio feedback initially. So if you're having a bad game, (laughs) then you know that the fans hate it, your other teammates might not. So at least you keep the chain to yourself. What soul players could be playing with, like, those kind of cool gaming headsets are you and Sebastian and Jimmy wear? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, here we go. Stop <laughs> trying to make headsets happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian, thank you very much, Steve, for getting in touch. As I say, you can email me anytime you like. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning where we started this hour of the show by asking you a big question, which was... 
What's the most important thing you've ever broken? And so many of you got in touch and thank you very much indeed for doing so. Adam says, I broke one of my university's grand pianos. It turns out it was worth 55,000 pounds. So not quite the 15 million pound airplane engine, but pretty close, Adam. Um, Wendy says, Dave, I broke one of my dad's very rare Elvis Presley EPs when I was little, and he brings it up all of the time, still to this day. Um, Marcus says, get this, Dave, when I was in the military down the Falkland Islands, that's how it starts, casual like, had a really bad cold and unfortunately dribbled snot onto the circuit boards of the electronic (sighs) repair wagon I was working on whilst I was there. It took the rest of my time down there to repair the damage. You just don't think about these things, do you? I mean, obviously, being in the military can be fraught with dangers, and you think you have a rough idea of what those dangers can be. But Marcus getting a cold and dribbling snot onto a circuit board oh. is not one of them. They don't, they don't show you that in the advert, do they? No. Um, Marcus needs a handkerchief. They don't bring that up in the commercials. Um, thank you, everyone, for sharing so openly and honestly the most important things you've ever broken. Appreciate it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast absolute radio time to leave you for another morning thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show please continue to get in touch anytime you want about anything you like my email address is there for you it is dave at absolute radio.co.uk so uh well it turns out looking at my screen right now we rang the podcast naming bell quite a few times this morning and uh this is what we've got did you say poison berries no i said boysen berries Uh, It's something you have to know as a berry. Those two are clearly linked. He's a right-handed forker. (laughs) That's good, yeah. Emma's dad's giant right arm. Again, they're both linked. I've talked all my life, and so have the rest of the Joneses. (laughs) Look who's talking. (laughs) And finally... A down the trouser freshen up, maybe. Um, oh, yes. Worth downloading the podcast just to hear uh, where all those things came from. I think a down the trouser freshen up. I think that's got to be the yeah, podcast. I think we'll cut so. the maybe off and just put a full stop on that bad boy and, and we're done, I think. <laughs> so the podcast you're looking for is a down the trouser freshen up. <laughs> Uh, find out which member of the team said that by as I say downloading the free uh, podcast thank you very much indeed for tuning in know this we'll be back tomorrow at 6am stay safe stay entertained Arrivederci he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio